Thank you for joining us for the Power of Faith with David Hathaway. It is our hope that you will be inspired and encouraged. We appreciate this time with you. Don't forget to visit our website for more information on the ministry, eurovision.org.uk. In this episode, David continues his Bible study from the book of James, chapter 4, reading from verse 8. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. For you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is a vapor that appears for a little time, and then vanishes away. Instead you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live, and do this or that. Now, open your Bible, and join David, for today's encouragement. And then he goes on in verse 8. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. You make the choice. Come near to God. Come on. Actively. Come on. Actively. You've got to... It's Too many Christians are sitting back there just half asleep, I think. Come near to God. Search for God, and you will find him. The scripture is absolutely clear. The Lord says, if you seek me, you will find me. If you seek me with all your heart, come on. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, double-minded. Change your laughter to mourning, your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord. And when you humble yourselves before the Lord, he will lift you up. You know, too many people lift themselves up. And you know, there's a saying in the English language, I'm sure it's in other languages as well. Pride comes before a fall. And in so many cases where people are filled with pride, they lift themselves up, something goes wrong, and the higher you go, the further you fall. Yes, but the opposite is for you and me as a Christian. For he says, humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. And then we're moving on here. In verse 11, brothers, don't slander one another. Anyone who speaks against his brother or judges him speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you're not keeping it. You're not keeping the law. You're sitting in judgment on the law. Verse 12, there is only one lawgiver and judge. We must all appear before God's judgment on the day of his coming. And the one who is able to save and destroy, but you, who are you to judge your neighbor? And then we're moving on, and I want to just cover this last part of the chapter in verse 13. We're changing completely now. And he says, now listen. You who say today or tomorrow we'll do this or that, uh, we will spend our money here or do this, we'll go on holiday here or we'll do this. And why do you say that? This is James. He says, you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. 
You can make all the plans in the world, but only God knows. Uh, uh, what is your life, he says. You're like a mist appears for a little while and then vanishes. Oh, as the scripture also says, you're like the grass in the field, and when the sun comes up, it destroys it and kills it. Instead, you should submit yourself, it's saying in verse 15. You should say it's the Lord's will. If it is the Lord's will, we will do this. You know, it's very interesting because as I was growing up, I'm talking about 18 years ago, it was so much more common to actually say, if the Lord will. In fact, people used to put it in, in, in a letter, they would put it and they used to abbreviate it in the, the Latin to DV, Deus Villum. In other words, God wills. So if God wills, and you know, at the end of it, God is in control of your life and mine. And although we're facing an enormous problem at the moment with war in the Ukraine and now war in Israel, the fact is that God knows. God knows. And sometimes out of the greatest tragedy comes the greatest blessing. I mean, look at Israel. You know, I don't believe, and I'm sure I'm absolutely right in saying this, I love Israel, I support Israel, and I support the Jews. But if the Jews had not gone through the Holocaust, would they have ever had a nation of their own? Wasn't it the suffering, the struggle, the battle, that eventually they knew the only way they could live in peace was in their own nation? That's why... It's such a tragedy today that the devil is trying to destroy it. And, you know, it's the same in our lives, isn't it? If I look back at my life, I've had cancer twice. Why? People say, why, why did you have cancer? God, in both occasions, God used it to change my life. Why was it I was in prison? When I was in prison, you know, there I was, this Bible smuggler, this evangelist, and now I'm sitting in the prison, and the first question I was, why? And, you know, you can't help it. I said, why? Why am I in the prison? But without that prison experience, I wouldn't have the ministry that I've got today. And when I look back, even with the tragedies, the cancers, the prison, and other problems, God allowed out of that his purpose to happen. And when I look at what's happening in the world today, it is in preparation for the return of Christ and Christ's kingdom. Because the main message of Jesus was not just salvation, it was the coming kingdom. And let's realize that everything that's happening, whether it's the weather, whether it's the political, whether it's military, whatever it is, God is in control. And out of all this, God will bring his kingdom on earth. And this is the message of Jesus. Don't look. I mean, Jesus didn't deal with the political issues. He, Jesus, when he was born and, uh, and grew up, he lived in a nation that had been under... Uh, 
Greek control, now it was under Roman control. Um, slavery was the, the name of the game, as they say, because uh, the majority of people in, uh, in, 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 in the Roman Empire were slaves. But Jesus didn't look at that. He looked at his coming kingdom, and the message of Jesus is the kingdom of God. Oh, God bless you. Thank you for your generous support in prayer and finance. Each week, the gospel is being preached all over the world. In early December, David evangelized in Georgia, which is part of the Caucasus region. David says, all my life has been planned by God, and this is God's time for these regions. I promise to give the next years of my life to win the Caucasus and Central Asia for Christ. Whilst in Ukraine, our staff continue to provide humanitarian and spiritual aid to those who most desperately need it. Recently, David ministered in Ukraine, praying and encouraging pastors and leaders. To make a donation to support our work, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. All his life, David Hathaway has been believing, searching, seeking for more of God's power, more of the Holy Spirit. In his book, A Faith Beyond, David shows how to make faith work. David believes that none of us fully comprehend how great our God is, or the limitless extent of his power here on earth. But the only way to see and demonstrate the power of God is by having a faith beyond because there are no limits to God's power. Order David's book, A Faith Beyond, by visiting our website, eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org. UK. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism, and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.